Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, audio listener, do not skip. The ad coming up is for the Bentonia Blues Fest, and all the music on this episode will be at that festival. Okay? Starts June 17th. That is a week from the day. This episode drops on Friday, so six days. June 17th, 18th, 19th, Bentonia, Mississippi. Be there. People are flooding from all over the country to be there. You should, too. I'm getting out of here. Episode starts now. Don't miss the 49th annual Bentonia Blues Festival, June 14th to the 19th at the legendary Blues Front Cafe Juke Joint on Railroad Avenue in Bentonia, featuring live blues performances every night by Grammy-nominated Jimmy Duck Holmes. Other performers include Aaron Baby Bell, Red Meat Rhetoric, R.L. Superbad, Jesse Cottonstone, Mississippi Marshall, McKinley Bluesman Williams, Lil Joy Harris, Chris Gill, Garlia Vote, Groove Johnson, Nick Wade, 19th Street Red, Lightning Malcolm, Deke Hart, Roosevelt Roberts, Prashette Howard, and Grammy-nominated R.L. Boyce. The 49th annual Bentonia Blues Festival is absolutely free. Campers are welcome. Food and beer vendors on site. Don't miss Riley Crosby from Boston. It's all happening June 14th through the 19th, starting at 6 o'clock each night. It's the longest-running juke joint in America. The Blues Front Cafe, located at 107 East Railroad Avenue in Bentonia. Special thanks to Visit Yazoo, Hearst Rentals, and Visit Mississippi. Go to Visit Yazoo. Yazoo.org for more information. For all time, I 
will be marching round the throne. And I will have a brand new set of bones in my brand new heavenly home. We hit record. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and we are live on the Facebook. As I've told you, I wanted to uh, do more Facebook lives until we get the YouTube subscribers up to 100. Yeah, digging the stash, brother. All right. As uh, Dude, I got Cole Britt here with me again. We left a few doors open uh, last time we were together, and uh, I, I think this is important. Uh, with where we are as a country, and I think there's a lot of misinformation, so we're going to uh, go over a little bit more about police work and uh, just what's going on in America. Yeah, so uh, before I get started, I think I mentioned this last time, but full disclosure, right, everything that I say, um, <clears throat> everything that everything that I say is all opinion-based, so it, it's my sure. opinion. This What I say does not reflect any agency or... Or any person in a political position by any means. So the things that I say are all just my own personal opinion. It's not to be taken. Uh, it's not to be misconstrued with with any kind of policy procedure or opinions of people currently in office or in any agency whatsoever. With that being said, you know, go Gaskin. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> go keep Gaskin. That's right, yeah. Columbus. If you, if anybody's out um, there watching, but. Uh, I don't work there anymore, so... And I'm I don't live there, so I can <laughs> say what I want to say. Yes. But I uh, vote in Starkville now. <laughs> I, I want to I open up with this, just a little icebreaker, man. And I, I think this is important, man, because I live on a... You know, I live off 17. You recently came to my yep. house. But that street uh, adjacent to my house, is a lot of my family lives on it. Mm -hmm. And if you're on that road... You either are supposed to be there or you're not, and like just take it to this gate that just got reinstalled in this apartment complex. Is man, I'm 100% about public safety, and there's a lot of people who just don't seem to get it. It's like that gate is for your safety, yeah. And if you're supposed to be there, you're free to come in, but if not, there's the road. It's the thing is, is when we thought when we actually when we start thinking about stuff like that. It's not nothing new. No, no. It's you not. know, it, it, we've had we've had some safety features have been built in a part of everything in society since the Stone Age, right? Back if you go back as far as you know, like I said, mentioned the Stone Age. If you go back as far as those times, like they developed weapons to fend off not necessarily enemies, but to protect their people, protect their crops, protect their property from. Creep, you know, predators. What, predators and stuff like that. Sure. So the idea of safety or safety as a whole, when you talk about public safety, it's not nothing new. It's just, you know, for instance, I told you earlier before you showed up, this gate, uh, we installed this new gate at the complex, and for the longest time it was left open. Right, you could just come and go as you please. As you please. And people, when you, when you live inside of a gated community or a gated apartment complex, part of that thing... Part of what you're paying for is you're paying for that security. You're paying for that safety, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you should be able to, you know, go there, live there, and, and have that, you know, have that expectation of safety for yourself. So we got the gate fixed so that way it closes and, you know, nobody can just all willy-nilly just kind of hop on in there anymore. And so people now treated that as like, oh, my God, that is the I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a, a dick when I said it, but there was a guy that was going to the gate, and he was just sitting there at a closed gate, and he was just sitting there, and he, was, he had just the most was confused look on his face. Was he just waiting face. for it to magically yeah, open? Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> gate won't open, huh? And he was like, no. I was like, dang, that ain't, that's the darndest thing. That's just the tits, man. Did your card not work? He was like, what? I was like, did your card not work? He was like, I don't have a card. I was like, oh, you must, <laughs> you must not be a resident. No, I'm not. All right, get out. You know? 
And people are so like, I'll put but, by but that. the thing is, is like, it there is a process to follow if you're a visitor, right? And you can get in, you can get entry. But if you're not, people are just so used to that, just being wide open. But the fact that that gate is there and it's now working and it's now doing what it's serving its intended purpose, mm-hmm. it's driving people crazy. Like it's like, who puts a gate here? And it's like. We put a gate here. I live here. I have property. I have, you know, stuff that I want protected from looters or 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 people that would just go and just break into cars and for anything. That's right. And no, it's not the saving grace, but it's something. That gate is the first step. It keeps the riffraff out. You know what I mean? That's right. I mean, because like people can still get in. Let's just say if you have a buddy who lives here, they can give you a code or let you. Yeah, in, which is perfectly fine. Cause Absolutely. Because at that point, you're supposed to be here. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I, that's that's just something. Um, it just drives me wild. That, that, you know, just for that gate, for example, just the idea of public safety or safety and security as a whole is just like appears to be this this new, you know, new newly discovered thing. And, it, and it's really not... Um, you know, it, it, it has never been that way. It's just now things are so divided. It's no longer people. People like to say things are in white and black. It's no longer in white and black. It's in full color, HD, high definition. You can see it. It's That's all true. over the news. It's in the newspapers. It's all over social media. It's there. It's no longer black and white. You have more outlets than just the newspapers and stuff like that. It's everywhere now, and it's broadcasted. So. Um, That's right. You know, it's just how it gets delivered. The delivery is what is what creates that confusion. Yeah, and with the delivery, I mean, like, just in this country, and, and I don't give anything about going political, but, I mean, there's literally, like, two sides, and it's, like, two different realities that yeah. people are literally living in, and that's as far as I'm going to take that. Yeah. And it's, like, if you belong to one camp, like, everyone over there is just crazy, and yeah. vice versa. And you know, it didn't used to be this way. Well, you mentioned something about camp, like social diversion, like social division. The Americans, us, even our ancestors, we didn't create that. I mean, you, you look at how many tribes of Native American Indians were in North America before they were settled by the English, sure. the settlers. That's That's just, you know. Social division, like that's that's nothing new. Um, I mean, there's still there's still tribes in Africa and tribes in South America, uh, in the Amazon and areas like that. Where there's still those indigenous, but I mean, even yeah. to take it up to modern day when we had immigration, like uh, just if we talk New York City, like all like okay, you had uh, these Irish. Mm-hmm. They all lived in the same place. You had the Italians. You had you know all these different people from these different countries who were coming here to build their American dream, but what do they do? They lived in the same place. Why? Because they understood one another. Now, the beautiful thing about America is we are this big molten melting pot of totally different ideas, ideologies, but somehow it works. But here lately, it just doesn't seem to work. Yeah. Um, and it's just, and we're obviously, we're going to get more into it because I actually wrote some stuff down. Oh, so I can, like, we got some notes. Yeah. I, but, uh, <laughs> so with that being said, like, I left a lot of things kind of uh, not fully developed on the last episode. Sure. And so I just wanted to, you know, just put that out there because truly I'm not, uh, I don't want to cause any confusion by my personal beliefs. Uh, I'm a, an extreme, I, you know, I, I do know how to have a good time and joke around, but I'm extremely professional about my work and what I do. And um, I uh, I have my opinions I feel strongly about, but I ha- I understood a long time ago, especially joining the military firsthand, as an individual in those positions, your opinions, they don't matter, and they shouldn't have influence on how you do your work or your job. And for me, that's not the case. Uh, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong. Um, I don't care what color you are. I don't care who you believe in, uh, what you're, what, what, who you worship. Uh, I don't care if you are, are well, like I mean, the same gender. It's just 
everybody in the same everybody is the same the way that I conduct myself in my job. Well, just take so, this with military and even with in law enforcement. Did you not pledge an oath? What did you pledge an oath to? Yeah, the Constitution, the United States of America, to defend the country against all enemies, foreign and domestic. So, um, so yeah, it's no longer about your belief or opinion. Mm. It's about protecting your country. Yeah, and your fellow man. Um. So. With that being said, there was a lot of things that you know that I mentioned that kind of jumped on uh, and made like a little, you know, got into. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I mentioned something about uh, I mentioned something about Islam and talking about uh, people uh, that believe in Islam uh, and just understand that just like in America where we have Christianity. There are versions of radicalized Christianity. Oh, for sure. For instance, sure. the church that was, uh, it's, you know what church I'm thinking of. They, yeah, they used to uh, petition against uh, Everything. veteran funerals. Yeah. And, um, oh, well, they, I keep wanting to say Kentucky, but it wasn't in Kentucky. It does was, anyone have an answer? It was, like, it was, in, it was Midwest, <laughs> like maybe Kansas. But like, yeah, it was, it was basically a family that was running a church, and dude, they were just evil. You know? Yeah. Just evil people. And then, and then you got to take it to, for instance, not necessarily Christianity, but they were spinoffs from beliefs in Christianity that were radicalized. Like, let's go back to like the 60s, 70s, and 80s where we had people like, Jeffrey Dahmer, and we had people Charles like Manson. Charles Manson, and we had people like the way in the Waco incident. Now that necessarily Texas. wasn't Christian. No, I mean, but, but that's cultish. Yeah, cult, cult. But I'm saying it all spun from something. It all spun from right. You know, like the guy. Like I don't know if you've ever watched Waco, the AMC series. If you watch it through and through, it's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. But like everything they do, it's about God. It's about Jesus. It's about. And, but it's not the direct like. It's different. And by the way, did, did you know like Friday was an anim- like the seventeenth anniversary of the Killdozer? Did you ever watch that documentary? No, I didn't. I've seen. I know that you and uh um, Cobb Cobb talked about it, and I guess I got to check it out. But I mean, that's, that's just and that, that's an idea. Like that was just one man who just absolutely had it. You know, I've made it to here. Yeah, and I'm and, just right here. But um, so. What I was getting to and then explaining was is uh we do have some comments yeah maybe the uh, Westboro Baptist Church that's it that's it that's it that's you're it. you're the man Westboro yes. Baptist that's it thank you that's it um so um yeah I'm over here like what? Uh, so yeah, the, the comments are <laughs> yeah. sideways yeah. guys yeah and thank y'all for tuning in if like y'all want to share it and help There's us get a little bit more reach laughy face Matt um yeah my um, boy Matt is that yeah. Matt Mason yep. Hey, yeah, you know him too, dude. He used to work here. Yeah, and he never knew that I was like <laughs> Small a, world. a staple in this in this industry right here. Yeah. 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 Some of the best episodes. Alright, so <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, um but what I wanted to what I was kinda getting at is uh like when I say that I'm not I'm not crapping on Islam, I'm not crapping on people that believe in I'm not crapping on Muslims. Understand that there is radicalized religions of almost every religion in every culture oh, across sure. the globe. That's absolutely um so with that being said, one of my best friends growing up was Muslim mm-hmm. um and doesn't practice uh Islam any today, but still uh, I respected him for that. So, I, personally, I don't have an issue with any of that, once again. But I just wanted to clarify that in every culture and almost every religion, whether it's Christianity, Catholicism, uh, Judaism, Muslim, uh, Islam, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you, you name it, Buddhism. I, I, yeah, I really can't say, like, I don't think there's ever been a radical Buddhist. I, no, but <laughs> what, what I'm saying though is, is you know, there has been radicalization. Yeah, sure. Somebody out there has taken things to the next level, to the extreme, Sorry. and the whole, like the whole, the bulk of that religion has just been like, mm, he has nothing to do with us. We are yeah. not friends. Yeah. So ostracized. Uh, you know, so um, it's just that's something that I wanted to clarify. Um, another thing is uh, two two things. Uh, we spoke about women, and yeah. we spoke about women in particular positions, and we also spoke about um, um, the uh, like gays, transgender stuff like that. Please let me clarify that where I work in in the where I work at now, I do work among women, 
And in the capacity of my job, I have met women that can do this job better than men. I have met women that when you are down on your luck and you are waiting and you are calling for backup and you are sitting here and you are fighting for your life, I have met women that have showed up and literally have helped me in a jam. So by no means, uh, I'm not going to sit here and get on the whole glass ceiling thing. I do believe the glass ceiling exists in some, especially in the corporate world. I think that's a big thing. Sure. Um, but nowadays, women are more capable and have more um, ability to uh, achieve goals more than they did way back in the diversity is a huge thing and it's you know it's across all genders uh even all the the 12 that we've just recently invented over the, the couple past couple years so um sure so i don't have an issue with it whatsoever i think that i think it's actually right anything i can do you can do better i think that's a true statement um uh recently in the past couple years you had two female lieutenants uh successfully complete the uh ranger qualification uh, and the United uh, for the U.S. Army, and that's badass. Yeah, um, you know a lot of our if a lot of our uh, athletes, as far as like American national athletes for that compete in the Olympics, a lot of them we we rely heavily on a lot of female athletes. Well, I mean, you just, I mean, if you want to take a prime example, just look at our uh, women's soccer, right? Oh yeah, world champs. Yeah, uh, um, the guys ain't doing it. But the, the you know what the difference is? I'll make this point. Is you know why the difference in the pay grade between men world soccer and our women world soccer is the men when they talked about pay they voted to have you pay the ones on the field the ones on the bench don't get paid as much that makes sense the women voted equal Got we it. all get the same so like when you want to talk about like pay and that degree should have used your head yeah um and in and, and, and explaining that, something that I really harped on is that this huge push nowadays for this, because it's understood and it's been understood for a while that especially in the corporate world, there is a glass ceiling. Women do have a tough job out there. Sure, man. But... I mean, I even see it in my own corporation, yeah, right? But here's the thing. It's not just... It's not just... fit Once... Example... Like how we were talking about the religions. There are radicalized opinion-based things. Like there are radicalized feminists. There are radicalized uh, gay activists. There there are radical movements. Uh, yeah. what, 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 Antifa. That's not a myth, by the way. It's real. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's just like, it's just like, for instance, the Ku Klux Klan. Boom. The Ku Klux Klan. They were racist, but... Here's the thing, they you not every white person in the those day and age was that way. But the Ku Klux Klan was known for that. And it was opinion based, right? Right? Oh, um, yeah. It was because of race. Yeah. Um didn't like Jews, didn't like anything other yeah. than what they were. Yeah. So, um because it's so hot and heavy now, I think that since we push that idea, since we focus so much on feminism and gays and transgender and we focus so much and this media posts so much i honestly i do truly 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 honestly feel that that has had an impact on what i wrote down is the day of the volunteer um the the destruction of imagination the the you know the reduction in like Real men being born. That's right? true. You know, like, um, one of the best comments about the last episode that you were on is, like, uh, you know, he immediately said, I won't call him by name, but he was like, you know, Cole immediately came out the gate and said, I was cool in high school. And, like, I did play sports. I didn't play sports sometimes. Uh, I went to the parties. And he was like, I like that. Why? That's masculinity that's not toxic. Yeah. And, and, it's just being real. Yeah, and that's just the thing. Like, you know, any any dad in his right mind, you know, right now should, you know, they're the the. I can tell you right now what they're thinking. They're thinking, they're thinking sports. They're thinking absolutely. They're I mean, thinking, like my brother uh, yeah. with his with his son, man. My nephew is nine years old. It's baseball, 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 basketball, basketball. And I was like, you know, I have a conversation. I was like, what about the arts, man? 
you gonna let me uh play some music with him is that important yeah what if he wants to yeah so like and i'm not a parent i don't have a child so i can't make that call whatever the kid wants to do so be it but if he loves sports, if he wants to do sports, I hope he's not like me. At 15 years old, I burn out and I went to music. Yeah. I've been doing that 15 years. It's the best decision I ever made. Now, I love sports. I still like watching baseball. Love going to football games. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather be at a show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I just think that, like I said, like any, any dad, any parent in their right mind, you know, that's what they're thinking. Uh, they're thinking sports, thinking stuff like that. But... The point I was trying to make is is that it is for some reason it's more popular now for me to teach my children uh, or, or it, you know it's it's the 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 script has been flipped sure. and, and it's like we're gonna damnate the kids that play baseball um, now right. The and it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be that way. It, it should be equal amongst everything. Like I mean, everybody has an opportunity to do whatever they want to do. And I think when I go back, what I said about imagination. It, yeah. Like it goes back to high school for a second. Is like, man, I could hang out with the jocks. I could hang out with the music geeks, the nerds. Yeah. The the, the people who like to read books. You know. Yeah. I didn't care what you was into. We could probably find some common ground. I just. I just. You like truly, what you like. I truly feel the huge focus though on you know the gender issues that are going on in the country the yes. racial the racial issues mixed with the gender issues the 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 police the 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 social injustices all that has caused a complete dis- I wouldn't say destruction I know I used that word earlier but you know deduction <coughs> reduction in masculinity it's no longer cool for your son to be a man. And that, that's what is broadcasted out in the world now. And if he is a man, if he likes sports, if he likes cold beer, if he likes manly things, redneck things, those of those nature. Hunting. Hunting. Yeah. Skin. Fish. Then, then that right there is like, ew. You know? Like, like, oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. see it all the time, right? right? These, these posts is like. If you're holding a fish in your profile pic, it's total turn off. Yeah, like, so to um, you, man, it's like the guy likes to fish. That's a nice fish. And, I, and did I he hold know. it close to the camera and stand a little bit back to make it yeah. look bigger? Yeah, he probably did. One That's of my fun. biggest who 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 can I put the blame on here? Us, us, but the parents. You know, like millennials, man. Like we, you're a millennial. I'm a millennial. Yeah. We're the we're in the younger uh, base of it. Like it spans up to going in the forties, but like. It's our, it's our turn to take the torch, man. And, like, we're the, the culture war, like, I'm with you, dude. It's like masculine, like toxic, toxic masculinity. I'm not going to say it's non-existent, but for the most part, dude, it's non-existent in my eyes. I was like, be masculine as all get out. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with masculinity. Be a man. If you like dudes, then like have dudes. at it. Yeah. Like dudes. Go for it, dude. Like dudes with as much as like dude power you can do. But anyways, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, go for it. You know, um, I, I truly, truly like I have a target, and that is the 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 parents. Why? Because we uh, we tried so hard growing up that we forgot what it's like to be a kid, and we are so we as parents, we as adults are so influenced now by social media by what we are supposed to think is right well, and wrong. Well, I think this, I think things aren't the way that they used to be. Mm, I don't know. You know, with our grandparents, did your grandmother have a job? Eh. All right, so yes, but... Because, like, at our parents' age, it got to a point to where mm-hmm. both parents had to work, and so, like, I don't know about you, but I had to stay with my grandparents sometimes because mom and dad was working. Yeah. And so, like, the whole raise, like, nurture versus nature... That is a big part of like who we are today. Yeah, um, but I mean, I truly I feel like it's because uh, you know, like you said, millennials, and it's because that millennial generation is so so focused and relies on technology and everything. It's like this right here. If I can't order a pizza, I'm gonna starve. If I can't use DoorDash, I'm not gonna live to see tomorrow. Picture this, I. Imagine going back in time. You're 29. Yeah. Imagine going back in time to your dad when he was 29 and showing him that. 
and describing exactly what you do with that device. I argue with people on the internet and I look at cat pictures. <laughs> or whatever, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. And be like, right? Yeah. Be like, what a waste. It's like you have, you can literally do anything with that device and we choose to further divide ourselves with that device. For, for sure. And I, honestly, I, I feel like what, what that has done and to the parents that watch the show and the parents that listen, um, this is truly a gut check for you guys, but you've lost your sense of imagination. Not all parents. But say I know some great ones. I right? know some great ones, but for the most part, especially those millennials that are parents now, like if you're one of these people that we're talking about, if you're sitting here yelling at your kid because he got into a fight with somebody of the opposite race and you're telling him that he's wrong because of just that because of the the racial issue and you're not you're not teaching him that fighting unless it's meant to protect himself or protect his friends is wrong and if you're doing that kind of stuff you've lost imagination and that's what i explained in the last podcast was like kids no longer have to imagine anything sure they can be anything they want to be now now it's in your your eyes it's vr it's there Kids can do everything now. Look, I'm terrible at math, but you can download a Google app now that will literally do everything. But you know what's cool now? Cell phones are allowed in school. For a long time, they weren't. Dude, I've been wrote up for having a for dude, phone in school. Yeah, when we hit high school, I mean, that was like iPhone 1. Yeah. And like it came with a calculator and be like, hey, I'm never going to fill a math test again. Yeah. Joke's on you. Yeah, you getting going to ISS. Yeah. Yeah. suspicious. Yeah. But that's just, that's my thing. So, I, honestly, um, and th- that pretty much covers everything um, that I explain. It makes me feel better about the last, because I'm not a... Yeah, cool. Because, I mean, like, main reason that we were, there's somebody chiming in right there. Yeah. I feel like in the current culture, there's less focus on traditional family structures, so less kids are growing up. I haven't really opened this message, Ben, but I mean, I truly 100% agree with you. Yeah, like, I mean, think about this. I mean, like, yeah. we have so many single moms that are raising, you know, because, yeah. like, that, like, and props to all the men out there listening that are, are single dads. That are single dads are, better yet, they are a, a good father. Or props to those daddies, because I've been there, that are, you know, you, you, you love a woman for her. Mm hmm. And then you meet that woman, you, you well, whatever. You obviously got to love her, right? That was the whole point of this. But anyways, she has kids. Sure. She doesn't ask you, but you take it upon yourself. Eventually, as a relationship develops, you become a father figure well, I mean, to those children. Think about what that takes kids. for that single mom. Oh, like, yeah, the to, truck, to yeah. bring some guy yeah, that we, maybe won't be around in the future to introduce him to the kid. Because like saying, another cycle. That comes with time. You know, yeah. Just part of it. Um, but yeah, I totally agree with that, man. It's yeah. like, I mean, the nuclear family, and like, I'll be honest with you, there's a lot of Marxist ideas floating around, and that's the number one thing that they want to deconstruct. They want to deconstruct uh, a lot of American values, but number one thing that they would like to deconstruct is the nuclear family. And like, man, family is important, man. I have, a, like, my parents are divorced, but I have a great relationship with my mother and father. Mm. So does my brother. Me and my brother are tight. Uh, me and my sister-in-law are tight. Like, family is very important to me, you know? But ask yourself this. Now, before the year of, let's say, 2000, I don't know. Uh, I'll put it to you like this. Before, before 2010, all your TV shows on TV, every family that was represented in a TV show, what did they have? They had a mother, a father, sister, brother... Grandmother, that annoying uncle, there was always, <laughs> there literally, the family, I mean, you think about family matters, you think about uh, even like a show, okay, like I said, pre-2000. Did I do that? Yeah, so, um, but like all the shows, that 70s show, yeah. right? Red, Foreman. Okay? Dumbass. Yeah, as much as, a, you know, as much as that tickled you, it's still, he and, and they were together, it was a family, right? Yeah. And now I tell you, you what I, I tell you what I hate, and you talk about TV shows that came before that. I might need some help here. What was it? Uh, 
Oh man, the dude he would always refer to his wife as the old ball and chain. Like, it, and they were just yeah. constant like back and forth. And I was like, I think that done something culturally to people, like seeing that over and over on the television. Now, granted, I don't watch a lot of television today, so I couldn't tell you. Uh, the dude's, it's, I can see the guy in my mind. Can you at least name the guy? If you can name the guy, the actor. My phone's right there, so I, uh, let me see yours. Yeah, go for it. Once again, relying on technology. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to think for yourself anymore. <laughs> you know what? We could sit here and bang our... Look, I, you know what? We'll make a flow chart. We'll get uh, some, some dry race markers, a big board, and we'll figure this out. Yeah. We'll start with that 70s show, and we'll go further. But, you know, while he's, while he's doing this, uh, Ben... Um, Archie Bunky. Bunker. That is not it. No. Um, but uh, but I definitely 100% agree with you, Ben. If, if it's any consolation, it, it was in the 80s, and I'm going through it now. It's on the... It was before my time. I, I didn't ever spend a whole lot of time with it, but I was very aware of the show. Um... But but a thing I I think I think you and I can kind of uh, we can mesh those opinions together. Married with children, okay, right there. Do you remember? He always like it, oh, it always came yeah. up like him and his wife was always no, 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 like no, no, no. it never um, seemed like they liked each what other. The, 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 the Bundy, the Bundy, Ted Bundy. That's it. <laughs> That's the guy. The dude that goes back, Ted Bundy. <laughs> Serial killer, right? So, um, um, what? yeah, yeah. Well, we went there. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but I think we can. We I think we can mesh those opinions together because I think that uh, that also what 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 Al's saying, what you're saying, the traditional family, the nuclear family, all those opinions, all those ideas, they're 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 being bombarded right now, and they're being actually overrun and they're being shadowed. By the more popular opinions today, which well, are yeah, and like I don't know, like and you could testify to this as well. Is like what do kids like doing today? They come home, get on tablets, or they want to borrow your phone for what they want to get on YouTube. Have you seen some of the junk that they watch? That the YouTube influencers that kids get to watch? Yeah, I know because one of the, both of the Jake, the Logan Paul, both oh, of them they're are, boxers they're now. Boxers now. And you know, and it wasn't so long ago that Jake or I don't know the Paul brothers, but when I went to the suicide forest in Japan and actually shot, the video was taken down. But there was a dude hanging in a tree, and he was like, "Oh, look at there! There's a guy." I was like, "What? Like the there's there's, there, there's millions of kids who watch you. Why are you doing this, man?" Yeah, well, you know, it's just like that, Mister B. Now, granted, I don't guess I'm setting the best example right now, but you're grown, man. I am grown. I'm legal too. Yeah, exactly. But it's like Mr. Beast, dude. He spends buku's buttloads of cash. All right, guys. My buddy Randy is gonna stick a welder in his mouth, and whoever can hold it the longest while it's turned on passes the test. What a great idea! Woo! And this now I have a hole burned right to the back of my throat, but I just got three million dollars. Yeah, so, um, uh, the honeymooners. Um, yeah, I mean, that would probably be another great example. Um, but I mean, it's just like, uh, I, I just, I truly feel like we could mesh those ideas together and with the, with the nuclear family, with the, with the traditional values and the structures of how a family should be. And, and you know, the. And they, that used to be like the American the value. Dream. The American dream. White picket fence, wife, children. Everything, right? I still, I still have the American dream. I do too. Buddy. I still have it. It ain't over. It ain't over till the fat lady sing. I mean, and you know what? Sorry, it ladies. might be a single wide trailer in a trailer park it for some time, be, but you, you have it, to call it the dream for a minute. Mm -hmm. it, it takes a minute to get there. Yeah, ain't um, overnight, man. But we can definitely mesh those opinions together because I believe that since the focus is on these more popular opinions now and we and we shove this down our kids' throats and our schools shove this down our kids' throats like teachers. CRT. Yeah, like they, you know, uh, and this and then because they can literally jump Do you know what happens, man? It's these. like the 1619 with critical race theory, like teaching a new American history. 
which if you've looked at it, it's a lie. It's know. like you will have people my nephew's age, but thank God he's not being taught this because we banned it in Alabama. It's banned in Florida. It's banned in Texas. I think it's banned here in Mississippi. But they will literally grow up believing a lie about our American history. And, yeah. like, what does that do to the mind? I actually learned some stuff. There's a guy, uh, not to give the millennials more power than they deserve, but on TikTok. Oh, God. I don't have that out. I don't have it either. I think it's poison. I have heard. Uh, but, anyways, there's a dude on there that teaches history. But in a minute or less, yeah, yeah, it's like he's he he, he debunks these theories, right? Like mm. he said, and and he was basically talking about how the uh, uh, the Emancipation Proclamation, right, the Thirteenth Amendment. Am I thinking right? Yeah, Abraham Lincoln, that it actually did not free anyone. It did not, hmm. and he had a very interesting theory. And I agree with this theory because the nation was divided at the time. Sure. The South was its own independent, not necessarily country. It was civil war. But it was Confederate states. And that he made that, he, you know, he, he admitted that, like that amendment was made during his presidency while he was in the Union. And so technically... It really didn't free anybody. I don't know. You gotta, you gotta look into it. You gotta look into it. The guy but, knows what he's but, talking about. The guy but, knows. But what that's he's... the thing about it is like it's like it's I'm easy. Listening. It's, I'm it's it, yeah. It's real easy to like pop in for a minute and a half and have this really good theory, man. Because like I've also heard that you know Abraham Lincoln only done that to get reelected. Like he he was actually pro slavery. And I was like, what a wild thing to say. Look, everyone knows the true history of Abraham Lincoln. And we know that Honest he Abe. killed vampires. We know that that's him. Yeah. And enough. That is your history lesson here for the evening. You know what? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, let's focus on that kind of thing. But to, to close that out. I'm not, um, I'm not a history major. I'm not a historian. I'm not here to tell you about history. I'm just 16, 19 or whatever they're pushing is bullshit. Yeah. Um, a collaboration of those opinions because... I think we're all on the same page, and I think that some of the things that I mentioned are, are victim of that because, uh, you know, like the 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 you know the masculinity thing, the you know the, the all that. I feel like they're victims because of that. So I definitely agree with you hundred uh, percent. The day of the volunteer, I wrote that down, and, and you know, and, and I feel like that's just part of it as well. Well, let's, what does that mean? The day of the volunteer. So you, you got to think about it. Like so, back in you know in nineteen twelve, right? Sure. 1914, um, in the early 1900s, uh, you know, World War One, World War Two, uh, 1940s, on in that area, era. For instance, people that wanted to move to the United States, what's the first thing they did? They got drafted, or they signed up for military service because they wanted that. That was going to grant them uh, citizenship. Yeah. So, what do you What do you think about this today? With like. Uh, we have a border crisis. I don't really want to get off into that, but we literally have like people being flown from Texas, like to states such as Ohio, Tennessee. They're being flown all over the U.S. and just kind of dispersed. So it'd be like you can't really see what's going on. states. So, like my idea is like you came here illegally. If you're of age, yeah. If if you want to be an American, go fight for your country. And I'm totally game for giving you citizenship. I'm totally down for that at that point. But on the other hand, would I really want someone who may or may not love America and the Constitution and understand what America believes on the front line? Probably not. Um, but at the I, same time, like women in military, like I don't have anything against that. But and I, I really want, I really want. The women and the babies at home, man. I think that's. No, I think. I, mean, I think war is a man's game, and I mean that like in the best way. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that a woman has no part there. Women are brilliant, and I, you, you've mentioned it at the very beginning, right? Yeah. That, well, a thing about that is this, and you know, the times are changing. We 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 know it. Um, times are changing, and I think uh, something to uh, you know t- to understand. Um, 
as times are changing is kind of like what you've mentioned Ben is 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 what the what the division is in the world it's the, the people that don't want to forget versus the people that never learned the way that we did you don't want to forget the way you were raised you don't want to forget the traditional values and now you have people that are born in the year of 2000 who are 21 years old now you know so so that's something you got to take in so understand if if that's if that's what it is women want to be in the military and not just the military because they're already there they want to be in combat and they want to be in combat roles hey go for it but we don't we don't that that glass ceiling thing there is shattered there is no glass ceiling no you do the same thing that the men are doing there is no female push-up. There is no female pull-up. There is no... No, 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 no. Well, no, you, actually, there is. Like, no, 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 They, no, they actually lower the standard. No. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That, And I think it should be that way all across the board. It doesn't matter why, because in, you are expected, especially in, like in the infantry and special operations, you are expected to do a certain task. You're not going over here to fix a flat tire. Sure. You're going over here to locate and close with and destroy the enemy by whatever means necessary. You're going to exploit the enemy's critical vulnerability and similar gravity by, you know, whatever it takes to make that necessary. Sure. You're going, you know, to utilize guerrilla warfare tactics to execute a plan and therefore either terminate a target and or, you know, some type of mission success is the end state, the consolidation point, if you would. Sure. And the thing is, is that um, I don't think there should be any, uh, there's no skip the line. There's no fast pass to this. There's no, um, I'm entitled. No, no, no. We all, the same standard through and through for everyone. I believe that. It, it'd be different, right? Like, okay, in sports, in sports, if a female wanted to play men's basketball, that happened at our school, like specifically football. There were two girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know one of them. And they were, they were badass. And they could do it. The one was a one was a wide receiver, right? And the mm-hmm. other one was quarterback. Was she not? Oh, uh, one was cornerback. Cornerback. Okay. Well, yeah. Girl could catch a ball and girl could run. But you know what? And girl would also bust your ass because she could tackle. Mm-hmm. So, um, I played peewee football with them for like yeah. two years, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I think that's just something that, uh, you know, and it all, it all has a huge part to play in what we're talking about. This, this, uh, focus on what is right. There is no what is right, what is wrong anymore. It, it's just, <laughs> it's, uh, here, let me do this. Click, turn on the TV. What are they saying? Oh, so that's what we should be doing. You know, that, that that's that's typically how this goes now. Um, but you personally, uh, so I'm going to jump off that. So essentially what I was describing as the day of the volunteer is you no longer have anybody that's j- just jumping for joy. Like, dude, after December 7th, 1941, when we were attacked um, in Pearl Harbor, Japan, you had people literally lining up, beating the doors down, at the recruiter's office to join the military. After September 11, 2001, the same exact thing happened. You had people with just so much pride and so much passion and so much just, they had built this enormous amount of 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 just hate for America's enemies and this love for a country and nationality that they you, would line up at the recruiter's yeah, office. Yeah, I'll tell you what's wild is like during that time, like I wasn't there, but just like, Dr. Seuss even wrote war propaganda that you can look up Dr. Seuss war propaganda, which is weird. He's canceled now, but, um, <laughs> uh, but man, it, you're right. Cause there were a lot of Americans who did not want to get involved because that's not our war. It's on the other side of the war until it got personal. Like, oh, you yeah. bought, you bombed us. Oh, okay. Here we come. You want to talk about mothers. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Here so, we come, buddy. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's what I say when the day of the volunteer is over. Because and, that, and I think that's true patriotism. Yeah. That's what, like, I'm about to, you don't mess with us. Yeah. Like, that was your fight, but then you, you for whatever reason, you come over here to mess with us. <laughs> that's on you. Yeah, dude. Those, here I those, come. those days are over because, like, now, 
Um, if a terrorist comes to the United States and let's just say he blows up a school full of children, he'd probably be celebrated. Um, people will be like, "Well, um, you know, some kind of excuse, right?" Like, and that's just how it is. Back then, you know, because uh, I can remember the day when they snatched, grabbed, and executed Osama bin Laden. There are videos you can look up online of the reaction when President Barack Obama got up on the stage and was like, tonight we successfully terminated one of the most dangerous, the number one dude behind the attack on... Dude, there was parties all over. Dude, that day I was in, I was in infantry school in the Marine Corps. <laughs> yeah. And it was a structured learning environment, right? Sure. Dude. Everybody threw down that night. The instructors <laughs> threw down. We all threw down. Why? Because we just did it, right? Yeah. And that was 2000, that was 2010, right? Uh, so, like, here's my thing. Like, it's it just, the, those days are no more, man. It, and and, and it, it really, it's it's not. It's like... For instance, uh, there was like a hotel that was like bombed in Africa. Christian Craighead, he's like a former uh, British um, SAS, or still is, I guess. He was actually there during that time. It was like in Mumbai. I don't remember where it's at. You can look it up, Kenya. I don't know. It's somewhere there in Africa. He's actually there when that happened. He had all of his kit and everything. I mean, he was just wearing normal clothes. He actually had all of his kit in the car. He ran out there, did that, and like single-handedly like got the militia that was around and like orchestrated how to take back over and you know all this and and, and like aided them. Like what? I mean, I don't know. They probably threw down and like had huge stuff in England, but. Where was the celebration for that, right? Where was the celebration when we captured, when we regained Captain Phillips back from when he was attacked look, by... Look at me. Yeah. I'm the captain now. You know, the Mersk, Alabama, right? Guess where the Mersk, Alabama has made port at? Mobile, Alabama. You know, uh, which is a huge shipping trading route for us. Um, so, where was, where was, you know, where was the... Where was where was all that then? You yeah. know, it's like national uh, pride has died. Yeah, national pride has died. What have you got right here? That right there. <clears throat> um, this right here. Um, it's a little personal, touching little note. Jack Carr. Uh, he is a former U.S. Navy SEAL who is now author. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote this book. This is the first of many. Chris Pratt will actually be starring as I believe as believe Commander J- uh, uh, Navy SEAL Commander Lieutenant James Reese or is he Captain now? I don't know. I just started reading it, so don't hate on me. Um, uh, but actually, they're actually making a TV show out of this. Cool. So uh, you highly recommend I actually, it. I have all four of the books right here. Now, this is why um, it's a it's a it's a political thriller. And I'm not into politics. <laughs> Go Gaskin. But uh, anyways, <laughs> Go Gaskin. Yeah. So um, um, it's but it, you know um, I can just tell you a little bit about the beginning of this book. Um, uh, James Reese, he's a Navy SEAL on mission in Afghanistan with his team. He is a he is a commander of a SEAL of a SEAL uh, you know SEAL platoon in Afghanistan. Um, they get uh, overwhelmed in a ambush attack. Uh, his entire team, minus one guy, dies. They return back from Afghanistan, and he's like some lone survivor type stuff. He immediately gets grilled by the NCIS, and like is like he's the one to blame for the this threat. attack. Um, and um, so I'm just in the part now. Like I already know what it's about. Like, I watched all the podcasts. So it's, it's based on it's it's factual. It's not so. He Jack Carr actually like really uses a lot of real symbolism and a lot of real. But things. he's telling a story. But it's 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 uh, it's all fiction. It's, it's all a, fiction. Just a thriller. Yeah. So the new movie that just came out, the Tom Clancy's uh, No Remorse or whatever. I watched Michael, it. It was great, right? Dude, that movie was sick. So it's similar to that, and right? And I, I typically don't like movies like that. Like, yeah. Like 
you know, Tom Clancy, Ghost Recon, and Splinter Cell. I used to love those games when I was a teenager. I got a little bit older. I tried to get in, like, the Tom Clancy films, and it was like, I'm not an action Jackson guy most of the time, but that movie was really dope. Yeah, no, so... Because, like, the whole thing, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's like, we're just a pun. But that is, <laughs> that's typically, so the Terminal List, I have a Savage Son, uh, the Devil's Hand, I have them all over there. I'm creating a collection because my grandfather, um, he has almost every Tom Clancy book that has been written in his personal collection, has read them all, um, and... God bless his soul. He's he's still with us today, and I don't want him to, you know, go. But um, I have vowed to protect that collection, and when he does pass on, I will collect that collection. But until then, I have agreed to add to my grandfather's collection by collecting all of Jack Carr's books in and placing them along that collection with. The Tom Clancy books, because Jack Carr, whether he knows it or not, he's he's about to be the Tom Clancy of our time. Oh wow! Um, so I mean, he is. I, I feel I see that. I mean, he's already, dude. He just wrote these books, and now Chris Pratt's already going to star in a TV series. Uh, and you know, so that's going somewhere. Um, so, uh, the if for people listening, for people watching, you know, show this man a lot of love. You can look at a at Jack Carr uh, on Instagram. <coughs> The Terminal List, the first book, I highly recommend it. It's actually good. Um, if you're into military, if you're into conspiracy type stuff, if you're into like political pol- pl- thriller, and that's what it is, it's a thriller. If you're into that kind of stuff, uh, definitely highly recommend it. It's out there. It's available for you to purchase now on Amazon. Uh, you can also get the Kindle versions. I have it on my phone. But I, like I said, I wanted to collect the actual <coughs> physical collection. Yeah, I'm the same um, way. So I have I have all four of the series. I'm still reading this one um, right now, and it is good. I take it to work with me, and I read it in my free time, um, which is something um, that, once again... Uh, that's the main reason why I bought it, bought the book, because when you get on your phone, you want to play on your phone, right? You want to play on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, all right, continue. I'm, I'm gonna read this. Um, oh yeah, go, go for it. Cool, well, man. I, I wanted to put a pin right there, like uh, everything. You didn't want to get in your. Let's save it for next time. Okay. Right. I, I think we I think we've covered a lot of ground here and like this just gives me what's, another, a, what's our time at? We're at we're over fifty minutes. Okay, we're over. Yeah, and that's uh that's good. I like the ground that we covered and I think if we got off in this topic, I mean we would be, you know, another twenty five. So I mean, let's put a pin right there and um man, that gives us a reason to catch up next week or the following. And Down get, with it. Get you back regular because, man, like one last thing for you, go. Any updates on? Uh... They still, it's still a wait, man. Uh, I have sent two requests for uh, documentation now. This is the second time I've done it. I've already sent one. It's been two weeks since I sent that one. Now it's, I'm in within my first week after sending this mm-hmm. one. So the second one, I'm waiting on the VA. Yeah. Waiting on VA. Name of the game. So if you know anything about that, uh, you know it is a it is a wait, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting patiently. I'm hoping that uh, hoping that it gets here soon. And, and you know we'll, we'll see. Um, I'm gonna be honest with everybody that's listening. Uh, I'm I'm a man, just like you know I'm flesh and blood. So uh, you know I have thoughts, I have opinions, I have feelings. So you know there's days that I wake up that I doubt myself. There's days that I go to bed feeling like a champ um and a lot of times there's days that i just say damn i'm getting old 30 about to be 30 years old and dude i'm already there it's and, not and, that bad and uh and like what can i do i feel lazy today you know all the, all those all those opinions all those all those all those things that, that they uh they definitely have a they definitely have a, a toil on they definitely have a part to play in your day-to-day functions oh, sure. how you live so for me to the listeners um i definitely appreciate the support that the show has got since its inception um something that i haven't really got an opportunity to talk about um 
and and we'll 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 go from there. But something with that is that uh, you know when this all started, I think we mentioned this when this all started, like seeing where it's come, like today is just never in my wildest dreams. Never man. in the wildest dreams. So um, continue to support any way you can. Definitely reach out to Munson Brothers. Uh, buy their buy their products. They are huge supporters of the podcast. Um, they um, <clears throat> and even now, just personally, man, it's like I've never been to Natchez, Mississippi. I got a gig down there. Like oh, yeah, end of this that. month. I saw that. And like, man, doors just keep flying wide open. Which it's, is it's because of you. You know? Something that these the listeners can be a part of and it's this. Um you and I mentioned this before. I've said it to Blake, I think. Um, but, you know, we, 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 we owe it. We owe it to ourselves as individuals. We sure. owe it to this podcast. We owe it to you, the listeners. We owe it to the guests, to the interviewees, the people that have been involved. We owe it to the people that we've reached out and touched and met all across the United States that you've personally... All over the world, Yeah, brother. yeah. So, um, this hit like it ain't hit Antarctica. I don't think about that. <laughs> that, that one saying, guy, that one dude, that one saying, dude in Antarctica yeah, didn't yeah. think, yeah, he's dodging polar bears. Uh, but we need to have like an event, a, like a a, po- a a porch talk mania, if you would. But event, we, we, we just pulled one off. Well, I'm talking you about want a bigger like, one, um, yeah, and yeah, I think a bigger place, to, I'm thinking to get those fellas involved. I think I can reach out to quite a few people, and uh, you know, between the two of us. We know we, we, we know uh, quite a bit of people. We know quite a bit of folks, um, um, especially if you haven't checked it out, which I haven't personally, but I've heard nothing but good things. Definitely go to Munson Brothers to to the trading post down there slash and, beer garden and beer garden. That's what I'm getting at. A lot Live of music every Friday night. Yeah, is that something that I have yet to check out? Um, and honestly, it's just because. I don't really go to Columbus as much as I used to. And they are. Like, guys, I'm pressing a vinyl. Like, uh, y'all voted for what y'all wanted on the record. And um, we're going to do a uh, vinyl release party there. We're also going to do another one. Can't say enough about Druid City Brewing and Bo Hicks in Tuscaloosa. We're going to throw a party there. And there's other people jumping on board. I mean, like it's it's just unreal. Like how many people are just in the porch talk. I mean, that, we're that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like a mass email needs to be sent out to like yeah, every. Yeah, I, I need to, I need to start a mailing list. Yeah, I really to every do. person that's been on the show and reach out to them and say, hey, we want to do an event, and either you can be there or you can't. Is if you if you'd like to support us in some way, show your love. This is how you do it. Reach out. And what I'm saying is, it's like we just do it big. We do like an actual like large event where a lot of people are invited. You know, we have a great time. You know, there's music. There will definitely be live music. And food. And food. And we do it. And we just have a good time. And, That's right. um, you know, who knows? We may catch the attention of somebody like way cooler than any of us. So It's not hard. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not yeah. even that cool. Mm. So, uh... Dude, let's get the hell out of here, right? Alrighty. Well, guys, thank you so much. We're out of here. News and notes. If you haven't done so already, I would ask that you would rate and review the show on whatever podcast app it is that you listen to on. Subscribe to the YouTube. I'm trying to get it up to 100 subscribers. It's not hard to find. You can search my name or Porsche Talk. It'll come up. The songs you heard was... These Old Shoes by Nick Wade. And now, Winter Hill Blues by Ryan Lee Crosby. I'm out of here. Peace out. Feel it.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.